Hey there, welcome to the Ketchup Corner, the podcast where we sit down once a week to discuss the latest pop culture and entertainment media topics. I'm your host, Cameron Tyner. Let's catch up. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ketchup Corner. I hope that you're all having a great week. Um, I'm doing pretty good myself. Um, it's been a pretty chill week for me. Um, surprisingly, I only have a few homework assignments due this week. Just a couple discussion boards, so it's been pretty chill. One of my classes has been canceled like all week, so got to sleep in a little bit more it's been really nice um and then we're coming up on easter weekend um so i'm gonna go home hang out there a little bit so i'm excited i do however think that this calm that i've been experiencing in school um is definitely the calm before the storm like i definitely feel like there's chaos coming to attack me next week and that's okay that's okay I, at least I'm, like, aware of it, you know, like, I know it's coming, I know I should be expecting chaos, and I am, so there you go, (laughs) um, but that's pretty much it for me, I don't really have too much to share on the front end about myself, uh, so yeah, let's just dive right on into the ketchup. Um, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is going to be a little bit more of a short, relaxed episode. I just don't feel like there was terribly too much to cover this week. I feel like it's been a chill week in school and a chill week of pop culture, um, as far as I have known. Um, there's definitely been some stuff cropping up, um, in the movie realm, um, but... Other than that, I feel like it's been pretty chill, not not too much drama, um, and yeah, so I think I think we're gonna have a chill week. Sometimes I feel like I'm like, oh, there's, you know, I'm just like, oh, there's nothing to talk about um, on the podcast this week, but there definitely is stuff to talk about. However, I'm like, sometimes pop culture needs to have a chill moment, you know, like, we need a chill week in pop culture just like I need a chill week in school, like... So it's okay. I'm glad all the celebrities are taking their time to be chill um, because we we all need that, you know. So first up in the celebrity news catch up, we have one little sprig of information, which is actually a little carry on from last week. So last week I talked about Harry Styles and Emily Radhowski being spotted together. Um, and there was a bunch of discourse because, you know, they're like smooching on the streets of Tokyo and everyone's like, what's going on? And then there's all this beef between Emily and Olivia Wilde, yada, yada, yada. If you were here last week, you heard all about that. And you also heard, heard me say my opinion on what the future of this would be, which I thought would still stand this time this week. However, it has changed already. We already have a progression. Um, and that progression is so 21st century, so 2023. And it is an Instagram story that Emily Radahowski posted. So 
this Instagram story, it takes a little context, you know, because at first glance, it's just a little picture, you know, cute aesthetic photo of her breakfast, you know, got a, got some pancakes, all that good stuff, and then she just puts I-Y-K-Y-K, so if you know, you know, um, and everyone, of course, immediately thinks, if you know, you know what, you know, and of course, Harry Styles fans are, um, some of the most unhinged fans in the world, similar to Taylor Swift fans, maybe, even more unhinged in some aspects, um, however, but the Harry Styles fans, even though they may be unhinged, they were definitely helpful in this instance, because they immediately knew what she was talking about, like, it was almost like, if you know, you know, she was talking to them, she was talking to the Harry Styles crazy stands. um, and basically, Harry Styles has this song on his latest album, Harry's House, called Keep Driving, and it just has, like, all kinds of lyrics, like, that don't necessarily go together, and so there's just, like, a lot of lyrics in that song, but one of the lyrics of the song is maple syrup coffee pancakes for two, and so in her photo, you could see her pancakes, you could see that there was a setting, like, across from her that also had pancakes, a little, like, uh, cup, oh my gosh, wait, what is that, like, fancy word that's so funny to me? Oh, <laughs> ramekin. Uh, there were two ramekins, <laughs> maple syrup, in um, the photo as well. So, you know, I can't remember if there was coffee. I don't think that there was, but, like, it definitely was a reference to maple syrup coffee pancakes for two. And she said, if you know, you know. So, basically, everyone thinks that... She definitely was having breakfast with Harry, and she wanted everyone to know. Um, and I think, I don't, I don't, actually I don't know what to think about this. Because part of me thinks like, okay, this was definitely planned. Like, why, I mean, of course it was planned, it was a planned post, but like, I feel like it's just, it's giving PR to me, like, it's giving staged, um, information, because, like, that's just kind of weird, and, like, but also it's, like, strategically low-key that maybe it's not PR, and, like, they're actually a thing, but, like, I just feel like it's so public, like, first you're making out in front of the paparazzi, and now you're posting an Instagram story, like, it's just so on the nose that I'm, like, uh, I don't know if I'm buying it, um, but also, like, this is Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski, like, anytime Emily Ratajkowski just, like, says something out of pocket, like, she makes the news and Harry Styles is Harry Styles, like, I don't think they need publicity, uh, so I, I don't really understand why this would be a PR stunt, but who knows, who knows, and, like, I, I, I don't know, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. If this ends soon, I, once again, will not be surprised, but I am even shocked, to say the least, that it's still ongoing and progressing in this moment. So, there you have it. More news about Harry and Imrata. Love to see it, love to hear it. 
Um, next up, let's talk about a little bit of movie news. So, the movie news, I feel like, is the most interesting as of right now. Um, I'm gonna start low and work my way up to the best, like, movie news we have to talk about. So, first, I want to bring up the Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, because I think it is so funny that they made a Super Mario Bros. movie. It also makes me think of how they're making... A baby shark movie which is not necessarily the content that i would dive into on this podcast however they are making a baby shark movie and it's about why do i know so much information about it it's about baby shark like moving to a new town in my brain uh the town is called shark city um i don't actually know what it's called because i didn't plan to talk about this it's just it's just popping up into my brain Um, but the most interesting thing about this is that there's, like, pop superstars in the movie, and one of them, like, the evil pop superstar is gonna be Ashley Tisdale, which is so funny, because, like, she's being so typecast, like, literally, she's just Sharpay, and they're like, okay, let's get Sharpay in this, and then also, Cardi B and Offset are in the movie, which apparently there's a Baby Shark TV show, and they're in that as well and their characters are named sharky b and off shark which i just think is so funny um but they are going to be appearing in the movie as well if you're excited about that there you go um i don't know why i'm going on a tangent about baby shark the movie um but i do feel similarly about there being a baby shark movie to how i feel about there being a super mario bros movie but Unlike Baby Shark, the Super Mario Bros. movie is out, and it is truly flopping. The last time I checked, it had, I think it has like a 45%. That is just so funny to me. Um, But I just double-checked, and the actual score on Rotten Tomatoes is 54%. So, still certified rotten, however... The audience score is 96. So maybe, maybe the Super Mario Bros. movie is delightful. I feel like I need to see for myself. Like, I'm intrigued. I want to see the movie. But also, like, what is the plot? Like, what would the plot of a Super Mario Bros. movie be? I guess just, like, going to rescue Princess Peach. Like, the, I guess the same plot of, like, playing Super Mario Bros., which I used to absolutely tear up as a child. I literally was, I was going to say I was a pro, but if my cousin Jake heard me say that, he would probably tell everyone he knew that I was lying because um, (laughs) we would, like, two-player play Super Mario Bros. all the time, and he always made me be Luigi, but... (laughs) He would get so mad at me because we would play, like, two-player. And, you know, like, if you think you're about to die, you can, like, go in a little bubble when you're on two-player. And I would just, like, float in the bubble sometimes and make him, like, win. So I definitely wasn't a pro. Um, But I did enjoy playing Super Mario Bros. as a kid. So I feel like the movie, like, who better to see the movie than me? Like, I feel like I'm the target audience. Actually, maybe the target audience is children. However, I'm the second target audience. Uh people who played Super Mario Brothers religiously as a child. So, it's flopping. 
And also, what is most interesting to me is that Chris Pratt is playing Mario. And, you know, apparently there was controversy around this because Mario very clearly has an accent that Chris Pratt does not possess. Um, But I saw an interview where Chris Pratt said, that doesn't matter. You guys are being dramatic. Like, once you see the movie, you'll realize that I'm perfect as Mario. That is not a direct quote. That's not exactly what he said. But that's what he meant, pretty much. Um, And then Anya Taylor-Joy is in the movie as well, which, like, she is such a queen. Like, why is the cast kind of kind of stacked like I feel like there's other people in it that I was just like what like I'm pretty sure Jack Black is Bowser I just feel like this movie is so intriguing to me and I will be seeing it don't you worry if Super Mario Bros is movie of the week do not be shocked okay because it probably will be so that's one thing that we need to talk about in the movie realm another is that Florence Pugh and Andrew Garfield were spotted filming their upcoming film we live in time the photos were very aesthetic they looked gorgeous together um and you know originally I said I was skeptical of them as a couple but I will say the photos made me a little less skeptical like I'm feeling better about it um in case anyone was wondering I I think it's gonna be good I'm invested I y'all know I love Andrew Garfield Florence Pugh, she's, like, hit or miss for me. Like, sometimes I, like, love her. Like, every time I watch her movies, I love them. But something to me is just so off about her. I feel like I might have said this before, but I'm saying it again because I need you guys to know the truth about me. Um, But maybe, maybe her embarking in a fictional romance with Andrew Garfield will bring me such joy that I will become a Florence Pugh stan we'll see finally the movie on everyone's mind the one that no one can stop talking about the barbie movie we have to talk about it the trailer dropped the cast posters dropped everyone is talking about it including me it's all over my twitter i can't avoid the barbie movie and i'm okay with that so the trailer came out And it was absolutely stunning. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was... I was skeptical of a Barbie movie. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And I was especially skeptical of Ryan Gosling. But the trailer alone has proven to me that I was wrong to be skeptical. Like, he's proving that he's a king, that he was made to play Ken. Okay? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I doubted Ryan, but I need to be honest that I did doubt him. But I just think after watching this trailer, like, I truly, truly am obsessed. Like, it is exactly what I thought Barbie Land, which is what they're calling it, would look like. It looks so much like you would imagine if Barbie Land was a real place. And I'm so excited about it because... One thing about me, I played with Barbies. This movie section is literally sponsored by everything that I played as a child. Super Mario Bros. and Barbies. Like, yes, I did all of that. I had so many Barbies. I had one of those shoe rack things that goes, like, on like on the back of your door that you put your shoes in. I had one of those, and it was just filled with Barbies, okay? 
I was obsessed. I played Barbies, like, every single day. Probably, I definitely played Barbies, like, way longer than I should have. Like, I was too old to be playing Barbies when I was, (laughs) when I stopped, okay? But in my defense, I have a little cousin who's four years younger than me, and she loved playing Barbies, too. So, like, I always, like, would defend it by being, like, oh, she wants to, like, she wants to play Barbies, like, all oblige and play Barbies with her. Even though, like, deep down, I truly still wanted to play Barbies. So, that's fine. And when I get invited by the kids I babysit to join in on the Barbie game, I'm going to do it every single time, and I'm going to take my role seriously. Because when it comes to Barbies, like, I'm an actress. Like, I'm playing my role, okay? Anyway, so if me as a kid had to, like, picture Barbie land, it would totally be what is in this trailer. I think Margot Robbie is the perfect person to play Barbie. Literally no other person could do it, I don't think. And when I heard that Amy Schumer, like, is this real? Like, I can't even believe that this is real that Amy Schumer was supposed to play Barbie and she dropped out and they got Margot Robbie? What? That makes absolutely no sense to me. I may be getting punked. Like, that feels like false information to me. But that's what I heard. Um, but like Super Mario Bros, Barbie seems to be star-studded. There's so many famous people in this movie um, I, like, am obsessed. All the little trailers are so, not the trailers, all the little posters are so funny. If you haven't seen them, like, go look at them. Um, and the, like, main poster itself is really funny to me. (laughs) The one that says, like, she's everything. He's just Ken. That's perfect. That is hilarious to me. And, like, all the little posters are, like, she's the president. She's a doctor. She's this and that. Like, all the female Barbies, like, all the Barbies are icons and then like all the male ones are like he's kin this is another kin this kin is blah 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 like they're just so like bland and boring and I saw people being like why are all the Barbies like cool stuff and the kins are just kin and I saw a tweet that like responded to it and it was like you don't understand the Barbie lore like you don't understand what playing with Barbies was like okay because I totally agree like you had all these Barbies like you would come up with so many like elaborate stories about them and their lives and like all the other Barbies were their best friends and like you had entire plots revolving around the Barbies lives and then you had like two or three kins and they were like just their boyfriend you're like she's fabulous and she's in high school and this is her best friend who she like doesn't really get along with sometimes but this is her other best friend who backs her up and like sometimes they talk behind her back but like it's fine and they all are like gonna graduate and go to harvard and become lawyers and then you're like and that's her boyfriend ken (laughs) that's all you come up with about him that's so accurate to me and I would always have like my Barbies like playing and then the kin would come up and be like what are you guys talking about and mm, I would have my Barbies be like nothing like so yeah I agree there is lore surrounding why Ken is just Ken like he just is he's irrelevant to the Barbie narrative he's just there you know and I think they portrayed that so well like in the trailer like them just being so clueless was so funny to me but I've seen a lot of people saying that like 
they feel like the trailer didn't reveal that much about the movie like what the plot's gonna be what's gonna happen and I feel like that's so true and I kind of hope they keep it that way with the like remaining trailers like I'm sure they'll drop some more and I just hope that they like kind of keep it vague like I like it like that because like you have all these like images in your mind of like what the Barbie movie would be like but I think it would be so cool to go to the movie theater and just like kind of not know like what you're getting into you know because I feel like the plot is going to be more interesting than we might think um and one interesting thing that I noticed is Kate McKinnon is like in the movie and her Barbie character is like one of the ones that's like her hair has been cut like she's got marker on her face like she's been through it you know and there's like this one clip where she like does the splits um and she like her head goes to the ground and you see that she's like next to someone's feet and that person's like feet are like flat on the ground like they don't have the Barbie feet and so like you know that that's a human and so I feel like there's gonna be some layers to the Barbie movie okay and I'm excited I I'm glad there's gonna be layers and I want to hear more I want to know more but not until I see the movie on July 21st which is when it comes out And this detail, to me, is controversial because the same day, on July 21st, Oppenheimer also comes out, which is, like, with Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt. We've talked about this. And so, everyone, like, I've seen some discourse of everyone being like, what are you going to see first on July 21st, Barbie or Oppenheimer? And I think this is a great question because I think it would be so fun to see both on the same day. Like, that is such a contrast. But it's like, okay, you see Barbie first. You start with something fun. And then you see Oppenheimer ended on a serious note. Like, you're really impacted by your movie experience. Or... You see Oppenheimer first, get the seriousness over with, and then you end with a good time on Barbie. And I think that's the route I'm going to go. I saw a girl on TikTok be like, uh, it's simple. Barbie, Oppenheimer, Barbie again. Which sounds beautiful to me. But I don't, I just don't know if I'm going to want to see Barbie again in the same day. Maybe I will. Maybe I should start with Barbie. But I don't think I will. I think I'll start with Oppenheimer and then end with Barbie. We'll see. Hopefully I get to see them on the same day because that sounds like a joy to me. That sounds absolutely delightful. I love the movie theater. We know this. So yeah, that is all the juicy movie news this week. I am obsessed. I wish there were more thrilling movie news like this every week. I think if we always were stunned by movie trailers, that would be iconic. Um, So keep it up, everyone. Next, of course, we got to reveal the movie of the week. I actually have one this week. And this week's movie of the week is... The Devil Wears Prada! Y'all, be serious. This is my favorite movie of all time. It was bound to be the movie of the week at some point because it truly 
It truly is the only movie that I could watch over and over and over and over and over again and enjoy it every single time. Okay? But this week I watched it because my friend Maddie had never seen it. And I was like, this has to be resolved. Uh, So we watched it together. She was deeply invested and thoroughly enjoyed it, which I was terrified about because you know when you're like showing someone a movie and you really like the movie and you're like praying that they like it too you're like if they don't like this movie it's gonna absolutely crush me that's how I feel about the devil wears Prada anyone who sees that movie needs to love it and if they don't like I will consider it a personal attack you know (laughs) because so much of my Uh, identity, personality, and everything else is certainly stemming from The Devil Wears Prada. It is the best movie. It has the best one-liners, the best actors. Hello. We got Meryl Streep. We got Anne Hathaway. We got Emily Blunt. We got Stanley Tucci. Like, the list goes on and on and on. I can't even deal. And also, my favorite little tidbit is... (laughs) Like, I'm low-key obsessed with this show called A Million Little Things, and one of the actresses from A Million Little Things is Jacqueline from The Devil Wears Prada, which is crazy. And when I first started watching the show, I was like, ugh, I hate her. She's literally Jacqueline. But it, it turned it out, turned it, it turned out fine because I don't really like her character on the show either, so it's fine, but... Yeah, fun fun fact. But I just think the Devil Wears Prada is iconic. But every time I do watch it now, I kind of have this, like, fear that strikes me that I might, like, accidentally, like, fall into the life of Andy Sachs. Like, I literally can see myself, like, moving to New York, being like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to work in journalism. It'll be so fun. And then the only job I can get is, like, an assistant job at some place, like, that I don't know anything about. I mean, I think if I got an assistant job at some place like Vogue, which is essentially what Runway is based on, I would be thrilled. So that that aspect of it would not happen to me. However, I could see myself like becoming some like businessman's assistant or some like sports entertainment man, his assistant and like it just being completely awful. But also, I've just learned that the movie is so unrealistic, you know? Like, you would never, never become, like, the top dog editor-in-chief's assistant if you had no history of being in that industry and you had no desire to be in that industry. Like, it just would never happen. You've never been an assistant before and you're suddenly going to be... Miranda Priestley's assistant like no that would never happen uh but it does in the Devil Wars Prada and that's why it is an iconic film and it just is so funny like it literally makes me laugh and I've seen it like 97 times like it just never fails to impress me and that is why it's the movie of the week because if you haven't seen the Devil Wars Prada at this point in your life and you were an avid listener of this podcast I need you to listen. I need you to go watch it. Like, I really do. Because it's important for our bond as podcaster and listener. You know? Like, it really needs to be 
watched by you. It will it will bring us closer together, you know? We'll be like best friends if we aren't already. And if we are best friends and you haven't seen it, you you need to make amends with me because we're on a uh, thin ice right now, you know? So, moving right along, right into TV news. So the first piece of TV news I want to talk about is the fact that Taraji P. Hansen is joining the cast of Abbott Elementary. And that alone is so exciting to me. Um, I just simply love Taraji. And even better than her just joining the cast, it's amazing because she's joining the cast to play Janine's mom, which is simply so iconic and when I found out this news I was like oh my gosh that's crazy because I just watched um an episode of Jimmy Fallon's new show that's my jam I actually watched every single episode um with some of my friends and I thoroughly enjoyed it um (laughs) but one of the episodes had Taraji P. Henson and Quinta Brunson on it together. They were on different teams, but they were both on the show. And I was like, wow. It's almost like they plotted this, you know? So, there you go. Taraji P. Henson joining Abbott Elementary. It's going to be hilarious. I already know. Like, she just has the perfect energy to be on Abbott Elementary. The next part of TV news that I need to talk about is that HBO Max is in talks to create a Harry Potter series. Uh, They said it's going to be, I guess, seven-part series, and they're going to make each season about one of the books. And I think this is absurd. You know, a lot of times I'm, like, I'm fond of a remake sometimes. Like, I enjoy a remake every now and then. But personally, I, number one, feel like it's too soon. Like, we can't be recreating Harry Potter when the original cast of Harry Potter is, like, still young. Like, that's weird to me. And also, the Harry Potter adaptation, I feel like, is, if not the best, one of the best book-to-movie adaptations we have. And so, it just, it needs to be left alone. We don't need... We don't need to do that again. Uh, You know, I feel like most people would agree on that. And I don't understand how it's going to work, how people are going to like it. Like, I'm just not buying it, you know? I'm not buying it. Uh, Will I watch it if it comes to fruition? I'm sure because I'll be curious to see how it goes. But it sounds like a flop if you ask me. And, I mean, I mean, just, like, imagine having to cast Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Like, that's impossible. Imagine recasting Snape. Who, like, uh, I'm literally too stunned to speak. That's actually impossible. Like, you can't. So, someone at HBO needs to snuff this candle out while it's still lit you know what I'm saying like it needs to go it needs to go now so yeah that's bad news to me that there might be a Harry Potter series but if it's good news to you I'm really happy for you because the rest of the world is not happy about it I don't think 
And then lastly, in TV discussion, I've got to say I'm still watching Survivor in case anyone was wondering. And I've also found out that other people are currently watching Survivor, which is amazing. Um, And I've seen some TikToks about Survivor, so I'm currently thriving in my Survivor realm. Um, and I'm still trying to finish Daisy Jones and the Six. I just have no motivation to watch it. I watched, like, half of an episode last night. Um, so I'm slowly trucking along. Hopefully we'll finish that at some point. But that's, that's my TV updates for you guys. Uh, we got some music news, which I didn't see coming. And that is that Five Seconds of Summer is going on tour in July. They have a new album called The Feeling of Falling Upwards, and it's a live recorded album, and they recorded it, or are going to record it, at the Royal Albert Hall, Um, and it's going to come out on April 14th, so if you were a five seconds of summer girly, it's your time to shine, because they are coming back with vengeance. I liked Five Seconds of Summer and I liked One Direction, but I wasn't, like, a crazy, crazy fan. Like, I was into it, but definitely not as much as I could have been. But maybe I'll give their album a listen and reignite some boy band fever, question mark. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's actually pretty much all the music news I have, but I do want to say I'm literally obsessed with the record by boy genius you know it came out last week and i was so excited to listen to it after this podcast episode dropped and it was phenomenal it is phenomenal i can't stop listening to it it is so beautiful if you haven't listened to it i really recommend listening to it all the way through in order it's just a really great listening experience and some of the songs are absolutely crushing but i'm obsessed it's so good so yeah that's everything in the music world um lastly I have a book update that feels like a plot twist because I know I was like kind of up in the air about what I was going to be reading last week and I was like I kind of started this book but like nothing's really sticking and (laughs) I am here to announce that I am currently reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid Now, I know what you're thinking. That's fabulous. Of course, you're reading that book. You need to be. And don't even come for me, because I literally read it, like, two years ago, and it's been my favorite book ever since. Literally, I can't recommend it to enough people. Like, that is how much I love this book. Um, But I'm simply reading it again. And I'm having a great time reading it, honestly, Um, because I have a physical copy, and... When I read it last time, I put a bunch of, like, tabs and sticky notes and all that in my book, and I, like, bought them. Like, I'm pretty sure the tabs that I put in there were, like, from the Dollar Tree, and so they're, like, not sticky at all, horrible quality. They're all, like, bent up, sticking out of the book, like, falling out. It's horrible. Um, and... I'm just here now to fix that, and also when I read it the first time, I didn't write in it at all, um, but for some reason, like, I don't really, like, care about preserving it as much, like, I want to write in it, and I want it to be annotated, and, like, just kind of lived in, um, because I like the idea of having, like, all of my favorite parts, like, 
highlighted and pointed out and I think that's really interesting and I'm just not the type of person who thinks like oh we shouldn't write in books because it's like if you want a copy that you haven't written in just get another one um and they have a really beautiful copy of the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo out that I think would be cool to have and it's just really pretty and like that's one that I wouldn't write in but this version that I first read and it's you know creased and everything like I like the idea of writing in it and I'm having a really good time reading it and it's just as good the second time which I can't really believe because I don't really reread books that often like I can't really even think off the top of my head of books that I've reread other than like the Hunger Games um so the fact that it is so enjoyable while rereading it is um really cool to me and I am just I'm just living in the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo world right now and I'm not even mad about it like but it does make me think about the movie so much like and the more I read the book I'm like I would love to see a movie that is like exactly what I'm imagining but that is so impossible these characters are so unreal to me like I feel like they can be cast I feel like it will never live up to my expectations and so I'm just like honestly just feel like ugh just please don't even do it just don't do it okay because I just think it will never be what it is in my mind like and I don't think anyone would disagree with that so if you haven't read that book give it a read because I love it so much that I'm reading it again two years later and loving it just as much so yeah that's pretty much it for the catch-up this week I said we didn't have a lot to talk about but apparently I had a lot to blab about so I hope you still enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you so much for being here and listening. I'm so glad to have you back, and I look forward to next week. I hope you have a great time, and I can't wait to catch up with you next Friday. Let's talk soon.